We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> sweet revenge game, huh? <laughs> Me, woo! Them dudes Got are him. so pissed about the way they, uh, the way that Jokic uh, took out uh, Marquise Morris. They came in on a house of fire tonight and um, got the shit beat out of them. Um, listen, my takeaway from this game is if uh, Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero played, we would have won 161 to 120. Take me out, brass. I am Alphonse Sidney, a.k.a. Alf954. Welcome to the Miami Heat Beat post-game show, Hangover Time. If you're watching on Twitch... Why the fuck are you watching a post-game show after that? You should be drinking yourself to sleep. If you're watching the replay on YouTube, why the fuck are you – why would you want to relive this shit? Like, I love when, like, Eric Reed is like, if you want to catch a replay tomorrow, bitch, no. Mm-mm. No. I never want to see this shit again. The if you, you missed it or about? if you just want to see it again. Yeah, if you missed it or you just – no, no. Nobody wants to see that again. Erase it from the archives. Fucking Bones Highland. Fuck out my damn face. Anyway, Brass. Oh, what the fuck? It's like a cursed froze. froze. Quit froze right at the right time. Put um, behind him. <laughs> let's find out. I guess let's find out what everybody's drinking. Oh, shit. Let's find out what everybody's drinking or in uh, Christian's case, what he's sniffing. <laughs> Chris is, Chris is like that meme, but instead of, but like he he's uh this guy roofies your girl. What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> That's what he looks like. He looks like I'm pussy. No, uh, I'm pussy. <laughs> Javon, what are you drinking? And who's your um? Well, it's not player of the game. Who's your bum of the game? Oh, so this is um ginger ale and some. Smearing off 100. <clears throat> and I wasn't prepared for that question, but off the top, I'm going to say Duncan. I think yeah. It, I, I think, think that's why I'm Everybody's bum. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who else you go to. Kenny. 
Well, I, I, I'm, I'm drinking water because I'm not wasting any of my good liquor on this shit. Uh, Kenny, what are you what, what are you drinking tonight? I'm finishing up the Tito's and Sprite. Then I'm going out of town. I'll come back with something else. But I like this, so I might not come back with something else. I might get this shit again. That's my shit, my bum of the game. Um, I'll go with Bones Island because he's typically a bum. And oh. today, I just don't know what happened. I look pre-show. He was shooting 36% from the field just to give context to tonight's game. Oh, you want context? So, um, yeah, Bones Holland. You want context? Uh, J. Max Schwartz tweeted this out tonight. Uh, this is Bones Highland's last six games. Mm. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Save the oh, man. This is a guy who we got another this. fucking Malik Monk on our hands. They, they, they call him Logo Bones after tonight because he was hitting <laughs> shots from 35 feet, but. Listen, uh, Brass, what are you drinking tonight, and who's your bum of the night? Uh, I'm I'm just drinking a margarita tonight. Um, going a little easy from the the show a couple nights ago. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yesterday was not great for me. Uh, it was worth it though. I had fun. Uh, I don't know. My bum of the game. Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna be basic. I, you know, Duncan was pretty super disappointing, but I mean, it's not the only reason we lost. But you know. When he's bombs away like that and it's just and nothing is hitting, what did he hit? How many? Did one he hit for nine. Like one for nine. One. One, one more nine. than you. That's not. That's not great. But also, like, I know we're down. We're. I mean, obviously, we're down some our our best players right now. But like, fuck, man, like, get off the floor <laughs> if you can't if you can't score like that. I mean, that's that's not great. Yeah. That's not great. Um, Frankie. What are you drinking, and who is your bum of the night? I am drinking a uh, uh, Tito's and lime, and I would say my bum of the night is Duncan. That's a lot of minutes for somebody to score three points on nine shots. Mm-hmm. Yikes. First half Bam wasn't too great either. No, I mean, yeah, uh, they were just competing for who was worse the whole first half. Yes. Um, and then all of a sudden, down 20, Bam decides to wake up. And honestly, I'm not a lot, a lot of people are like, oh, wow, you know, Bam just stat padding. I don't think it was stat padding. I think he just finally realized where he could get his shot. And he also, he was taking shots in the first quarter, first half. He's just missing everything. Um, but he was also, then he started getting to his spots. Siobhan, um, like, I know you're missing your two best scores. They lost by nine, but they really lost by like 18. Like that nine points. Yes. <laughs> they lost by double digits. You're missing your two best scores. Your two best, your two best offensive players, your best player, your best perimeter defender. Mm-hmm. Do you think Jimmy not being there had something to do with the mind-numbing bullshit of how many times Jokic had a fucking point guard on him in the post? Because no. I can't explain that shit. Any- like, that's the shit that Duncan, Bam, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. This nonsense switching that we thought was gone without the nuns and the Dragic's of the world. You didn't have a hero to blame defensively tonight on the perimeter. Why are we still <laughs> doing this switching shit where Kyle Lowry's halfway up Jokic's ass as he lays a fucking ball in and another finger roll? Yeah, they've been so... Like the first four or five games, maybe they weren't doing it. But uh, Leif tweeted, like, when did it start? For me, um, I remember it being noticed, noticeable in the Boston game. And then, like, that whole West Coast trip, the first, like, eight possessions of the Clippers game, it was a switch or sending two to the ball at the, like, near half court. Um, 
we did it a ton against Utah, but we talked about the fact that they just didn't look to get it to Rudy over there. Yep, start off over Duncan. I think he got it. Um, and so yeah, I don't I don't think Jimmy not being there. Okay, so Jimmy not being there is the reason why I ended up being a baby on Jokic, but he's not. They still would have done the same like mind numbing switching bullshit um, that they've been doing it that they have been doing because they've been doing it with Jimmy out there. I don't know why it is. Um, putting Bam on the perimeter, I don't know if that's better or worse for his knees, but it's worse for the overall offense. I was on my computer. I looked up. I looked back down, and both times that I looked up, the play was ending in the exact same thing with a Jokic layup over Gabe. And I just, I, why? It's it's not helpful. It's not working. It's incredible. Like it's hurting everything that they're they're trying to do. Um, I, I really, really want them to go away from it. It's it's asinine to me at this point. Uh, Tommy in the chat comment. says, Alf, you still on that bullshit about Robinson? Strauss, I don't know who that is, yeah, is a million times better than yeah. him. A, a little hyperbole there. I don't know if he's a million. I don't even know how much a million is. Maybe um, a million. When, when are we going to talk about Bam being overpaid? Tommy, like, just shut the fuck up. Like, Thanks for tuning in, but what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> God damn, bro. Okay, anyway, go. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? Like, what? Okay. Anyway, um, listen. I understand the Robinson frustration over the course of the season. I will still say. I mean, I think after tonight, he's got to be like 32 percent from three. That is not good enough. Um, he is top ten in makes, and like we can't talk about his defense much tonight, can he? Like, I mean, he. I don't think he was a problem defensively, but he wasn't stopping anybody from three. He wasn't closing out. Um, he was caught out of position way too many times. A lot of them are caught out of position, right? But you can you can make mistakes if you give something on the other end. One for nine from three, and there's too many of these games happening. I still think he's going to turn it around because, I mean, I got two seasons worth of uh, of, of two seasons worth of data compared to twenty games. But like, I mean, he killed you tonight. Yeah, and so I don't, I'm not sure if I've said this on air before or not. Maybe I said it in the pregame. I honestly don't remember. But to this day, I'm still not mad at Duncan for not making shots. It's how he just looks completely lost and disinterested when his shots are not falling. He gave us good defense earlier in the season, and now he's just – he seemingly doesn't care anymore. He's lost. I don't know what it is, but he has to do something to make – like, okay, he went one for nine – that's cool. You're, they're hunting you on defense. Do what you can. Whatever. You can be cool. But if the rebound is in front of your fucking face, put your hands up and grab it. He's looking at rebounds passed by and they're getting second chance points. He's not making the right rotations. He's just, I don't know. Like, miss, the shots, miss all the shots you want. That's fine. I understand slumps. I understand struggling. But this other shit, he's just... There's just no effort anywhere else because he's missing, and that's what's been frustrating me about Duncan. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I mean, tonight you saw him get in the lane a couple times and kick out to shooters. He had, a, he had, I think he had a couple nice assists. I mean, he had three assists tonight, and they were all like off of dribble drives into the lane, kicking out to a shooter, uh, interior pass in the middle, Frankie, like doing other things when his shot wasn't falling. But that came so few and far between. Like outside of that, it was just brick after fucking brick after fucking brick. And like I, like I, I. I don't think he's the reason they lost this game. I think Kenny said that. But right. it's starting to get concerning because I don't know how much you take away from this one game. Like, these motherfuckers shot 52% from three, and they're the 27th best shooting, uh, best three-point shooting team in the league. Like, outlier performances all over the floor. But the Duncan shit started to become a concern. Uh, Kenny did a good uh, mention something important there that it's when his shots not falling that he's not doing anything else. He's not rebounding. He contributes a couple plays because the defense still overreacts to him sometimes. But you know the fact that he can't get two he rebounds get charges, in twenty nine minutes, enough deflections. He uh, plays small defensively, uh, even though he's like six seven, six eight, and uh, you don't feel his presence in a positive uh, mindset. Um, he's He's too easy to to, to attack, he, and uh, we've talked about this ad nauseum. But the switching doesn't help any of them because it's so easy to get whatever they want. I don't know why they they switch so much. Uh, this is some this is a habit of exposed teams. They they find some success doing something and they stick to it for years for a while. The same thing with the big three when for they did the, the blitzing, uh, even though when they were old. Uh, they they over switch now with Bam because Bam can guard those guys, but then it leaves the backside weak. I don't understand why they do that at will, especially when you put Deadman in the game. They show they can d- defend uh, on a drop pretty well, and I I think Bam is still way better drop defender than Deadman, even though Deadman's v- really good. Um, I don't get it. I don't get what they do sometimes. But my my biggest concerns is when Duncan's having these kind of games. It's not only that they heat. Um, struggle to score, but they still look for him. They're still running a lot of sets for him. They're still running early dribble handoffs for him, and I don't get that. Like, why are you trying to get focus, so focused on and hell strong on getting him going? They they had a little eight <laughs> run, and then they go and just run a dribble handoff for him. They they miss a shot, and then the Nuggets come back and score seven in a row. And it's like, why? What's the focus here? Why Duncan's a, a good, sh- a really good shooter? historically but he's not getting it going and you're you're just making him like you're just running offense for him putting pressure on when the play is on his and i I, want to add to frankie's point actually because we've seen how this team looks when bam gets going so i'm not sure why they don't try that out instead of forcing it to duncan i just don't get it they can run some stuff for bam have kyle screen for bam which kyle is great at there's things they can do to stop forcing it to Duncan, and they just don't for whatever reason. Yeah. It's a lot of my beef with Duncan, I have that very same amount of beef with Spoke 
from not running things for Bam to also trying to force feed Duncan when fetch clearly isn't working. Like fetch isn't happening right now. Stop trying to make fetch work. Um, and yeah, like the team looks good with Bam is like the center and is, is guy going and then is able to spray and do some other things. For whatever reason, like Duncan screening for Bam is still a good thing. They ran Max off some stuff that he got a backdoor on. Like they have other things that they can do and they just will not. So I have an equal amount of festivity for Duncan, but I really do have a, a lot for Spo also. That's a nice and, It is. And it'll probably work better if they go to Bam too, because Bam is such a good passer. So yeah, if you force the defense to collapse on Bam, he'll make the right play rather than Duncan not having many other options if they collapse on him. So at this point, I just don't get it. Spo, I think, is the best coach in the NBA, but he's just so stubborn. It's frustrating. I just don't think he's a good offensive coach. Like, I, I don't think he's... Whoa! Yeah, that's, that's a fair point. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That's a fair I've point. I've never thought he's been a That's great That's a fair point. Player. I'm not sure if I 100 agree with it, but he is no, 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 definitely like, more, more of a better defensive coach. I'm not. I'm not saying he's a bad offensive coach. He's not a great offense. He's not coach. a creative offense. He's not super can I, creative. Can I push back on that? Yes, because yes, yes, Le, LeBron gets pick and rolls and layups. Yes. Okay, how, but how many it. times have they had good offenses post LeBron? Yeah. No. Well, they had a top seven with bad players in the finals, right? Like they haven't had. I think that part of, I think you guys are totally right in a lot of what you say, but also they don't have a dude other than Jimmy who can break down a defense with dribble penetration. That's not on Spo. So as and I agree with a lot of like our criticisms of, of Eric and I've made them <laughs> She does look cute. <laughs> but blessing. I think right. uh the warm light. But what he does light I'm I'm yeah, I'm sorry, traffic. <laughs> the red lights of the cars in front of me. But um but I think what he's innovated on offense has been used throughout the league. The Warriors run a really similar thing of what Miami does with a lot of their handoffs and ball screens and stuff like that. Their inverted stuff. Like, that's all, like, truly, like, Eric taking what D'Antoni did and taking it to another level. So, while, Frankie, I agree with a lot of what you said, I also think that, like, he doesn't have the personnel that maximizes his offensive mind. Like, they only have... So, right, so you have to be creative and do something different. That's what I mean by creative. They are. I think that they run... I I think it's not great. And, like, I think they're still a top... They're still a good offense, like, in terms of, like, the raw numbers. I agree with you guys. It's flawed, and their half-court offense, like, sucks ass. But it's hard to have a half-court offense when Duncan's missing... How many open threes did he miss today? Right? Like, when he's... At least five wide open. Like, wide-ass open. Kyle's been struggling with his shooting, a guy who's been historically a good shooter, who's getting the looks that he's always gotten. So, you know, I think to an extent you guys are right, but also, you know, we have to look at, like, what he has. And, like, it was two years ago that he had a top-10 offense with really, like, a limited cast of guys. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, My thing is more so the creativity, like Shabon said. Uh, But Kenny brought up the the screening for Bam. Like, 
the thing about when you screen for Duncan, if if you leave Duncan open, he's a shooter. You, if he if he misses, it's a long rebound. They're pushing the ball and they're getting a layup out of it. it. And and as we've seen this season, Duncan struggles. He's a streaky shooter. He'll get it going and get to his forty percent level. I still believe he's gonna like like Alf says. I still believe there's too much of a sample size for him not to have a hotter. Uh, you know, like water will rise. Um, but when it comes to like screening for Bam, creating easy looks for for these guys, if you screen for Bam inside, it's he's getting a dunk. If they overplay, he's throwing, getting the layup for somebody else. He's kicking it out for shooters. There's just more positive outcomes if you're screening and creating mismatches inside for the bit for your better players. And to Frankie's point, and to G's point, in a sense, it is true that they don't have many guys who can just put their head down and get to the basket whenever they want to and create things. But it is on Spo to recognize that and find different ways to get the ball in, in the spots he wants us to get to. And so I see both sides completely, but I am leaning more towards Frankie on this one. Did Kenny just – there's very fine people on both sides? <laughs> no, I, mean, I mean, it's not a, like an absolute. It's probably somewhere closer to the middle than, than yeah. at any extreme. I agree. I, agree. I think one of the things I feel like at the beginning of the year we just saw – Kyle run the offense a lot more than we've been seeing lately. And you you would have thought this would have been the game because there's no Tyler or Jimmy to take the ball out of his hands. But there was – I mean, there was a lot of times Bam had the ball. P.J. Tucker was running the offense a couple of times. A lot of Gabe, a lot of uh, – Stru- I mean, Struce, Duncan, and all that's fine and good. But, like, this offense was humming and running more smoothly. and Even with Duncan hitting threes or not hitting threes, when when Kyle had the ball in his hands more, it was controlling the game more. Um, to me, the offense was running smoother because it was more instinctual and it was less about getting Duncan open. Duncan was getting getting shots off of regular offense, not off of everybody get Duncan open. And honestly, the the gravity thing works still works if he's just standing over there. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to run him around fifteen screens. You could work with other guys. But let's go ahead and. Put a spotlight on the Denver fucking Nuggets um, and find out who kicked our ass. They kicked our ass. <sighs> Siobhan, who kicked our ass tonight? Oh, um, our defense kicked our ass tonight. Yes. Oh, we're, we're supposed to highlight Denver. Okay. Um. Bones. Bones kicked our ass tonight. Fucking Bones Highland. Uh, Kenny, who kicked our ass tonight? I'll have a mixture of Eric Spolstra and Nicole Jokic. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Von, like Savon was saying before, like, if the switching isn't working, just, like, slow it down a little bit. But did you, just, okay, did anybody else notice that they stopped the switching so much in the second half and yeah. bam, stuck to Jokic like glue? Yes. Yeah, and it worked out. And the Heat outscored them by nine. Well, let's take away some of the other bullshit, some of the the bullshit at the end of the game. But they outscored – if you take away, like, the last five Gabe Vincent threes, they outscored them by, like, eight points in the second half. It was the second – it was that second quarter when Jokic was – had a a five-foot-five guy on his butt the whole time that they were killing them. But go ahead, Kenny. I'm sorry. Yeah, the second half, I can't blame the Heat too much. The Nuggets just couldn't miss. The Heat were executing. It's just the Nuggets – I don't know what was going on. on Jokic, and he was he was yeah. limiting what Jokic could do. But then at that point, now you just got a bunch of shooters named Bones Highland getting fucking hot. 
Fucking <clears throat> Bones Highland. Jeez. Anyway, uh, Brass, who kicked our ass tonight? I mean, just fucking outlier <laughs> stats. Like just like, stats, yeah, just like that. It just, just nonsense. Uh, I mean, we've seen this numbers. happen. Yeah, we've seen this happen a lot of times, and it's uh, it's frustrating. Also, uh, the Jokic brothers did not kick our ass tonight. Oh, go go! Um, yeah, fuck them. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. <laughs> they were you know what? That, that was a fun build-up to nothing. I went to the game with Christian Hernandez. We were looking for those dudes. They were hiding. I was there with Eric and Cortez. I was there and with them. Couldn't find them. Hiding. Cowards, as Cortez would say, cowards. I was there with Trophy the- Baby, Alex Toledo. <laughs> Couldn't find them. They I don't believe in those guys at all, juices. man. They were in the front row taking pictures with Heat fans. Now, honestly, if you were a Heat fan that were took they? a fucking picture yeah. with the Jokic brothers, yeah. you're a fucking... Oh, no, oh yeah, yeah, you no, gotta yeah. be blacklisted. Yeah, but not a, they're those bored things. Like, those ain't Heat fans. Those are just rich, bored people. Yeah, they gotta yeah. be. Fucking... Anyway, I'll have some fucking pride. We had... We're doing was, a segment, G. Hold on. Yeah, shut up, G. Jesus. Frankie, who Drive kicked our car. Uh, This was a group effort by the Nuggets bench. Bones Highland, 19 points, 6 of 9 shooting. Not nice. That fucking Campazzo. Campazzo, 4 of 7 shooting. Aaron Gordon went 2 of 4 from 3. Anytime Aaron Gordon hits uh, more than 1 3, you're, you're, you're not going to win the game because he's never doing that shit. It's like... It's ridiculous. Their shooting was r- unbelievable tonight, especially on the road. Gee, who kicked our ass tonight? Now that you want to interrupt, that, that was gonna. That was. I mean, I, I wanted to pick that Highland dude, but you know, composite. Air, the Aaron Gordon two plays in the fourth quarter. That shit pissed me off. You can't let that dude score. Fuck that guy. That's the lamest dude in the league. I fucking hate that guy. And the fact that Bam let him score twice on him in the fourth quarter, that shit pissed me off. I threw my gin and tonic. I'm so sick of that motherfucker. How dare you do that? Get the fuck out of my city. God damn it. You fucking leave. I thought Dwayne Wade already banished you. Fuck. Christ. <laughs> that man, nah, he, he really like... He's sick. Like he wears number 50 because he feels like he got robbed in a dunk contest. If that ain't the lamest right. ever. Oh, right. Get out of my life. So, so a little bit. Go ahead, Press. Hmm. No, go first. Frankie. Oh, Frankie, no, I'm sorry. I thought it was talking. No, it's okay. Gee, real quick, there's no way you threw that gin and tonic. That shit is way too expensive. <laughs> I love gin and tonic too much. No, no, no. I threw no, the ice. Like, threw no. the you threw it back, ice. maybe, but no. He said I threw the ice. <laughs> That's a double, a double gin and tonic at the FTX arena. That's like fifty dollars. Crazy yeah, through the straw. <laughs> On a budget. Yeah, FTX. You got a pregame before you go to a game. Fuck that. Hey, to G's point though, you're talking about how can Bam let Aaron Gordon uh, do that to him? He so so Aaron Gordon got past Bam once in the in the post. He just kind of out finessed him a little bit, and then two, he took him off the dribble. This is not the first game that I've seen. Where is your Max jersey? Uh, gee, we'll come back to that. But this isn't the, the first game where I've seen um, people who we typically think that, like, Bam would be able and should be able to lock up 
um, kind of maybe not pick at that switch or or like call for it, but dudes have not been shying away. Athletic dudes have not been shying away from Bam switching onto them. Um, Anthony Evers didn't. Uh, Aaron Gordon didn't tonight in the fourth. And I think that that might also be something to keep an eye on if that trend continues to happen. Because if we're switching Bam out onto wings and wings are taking that switch and getting past them, then that's an issue. And that just further, like, why are we switching him out to wings? I'm part of it. That car I, that... I beat that is following me. So in case anything happens to me, <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna say that car uh, stole his Struce jersey that he didn't buy. Where's your Struce I'm, jersey? I'm gonna, I'm, so uh, the par- nobody's gonna believe me, and Chris is my witness. They ran out of jerseys. They have a limit at the lab, and they had reached their max capacity for the night. So Mickey Harrison once again. <laughs> wow. Um, I will order Sutras? online. I have I'm in contact Sutras. with a heat store employee. I will be getting my Max Struce. I'm going to get the gold number two and then the white with the red trim number whatever. Is he, what number is he? I forget. 31. Whatever. You got to have the wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the gold. I'm getting the gold three. I know the, the one. And then I'm getting the one. Yeah, so it's, it's – Don't please worry. Please misspell your jersey. I'm ordering. <laughs> yeah, please misspell please that. Please misspell it. Oh, my God. Please spell it, Sutras. <laughs> this one, that – it's gonna be Strauss, like the guy from before. <laughs> He's a million times better than uh, Duncan. Yes. How many Bruce have? Is it one or two? How what? many what? S's. How many? Like at the end. Four. This one is. Yeah. The one is. The one. Alf. There's two in the front, one in the middle, one at the end. <laughs> that's more S's. Than that's Honestly, please don't get a jersey that starts with SS. Bon, let's oh, go ahead and go to the break. Oh, shit. <laughs> I did. Not for a white Oh, well, hold on. Hold up. Let me break it down so it can forever and consistently be broke. Um, for today, three offense, one defense. Um, a couple of the offensive sets, they look good. And one couple or one, um, they look like things that we've seen them look like before. Go ahead, Brax. <clears throat> this one, I think that it is. So, all right, pause. So, Caleb and Max, they've been doing a lot of um, them two exchanging on the wings and triggering their, their motion that way. So, you're going to have, I think, yeah, you're going to have Caleb coming off a BAM screen. They're going to do a, a pick and roll. And then Max um, is going to do some action on the other side. Go ahead. And all right, pause. So it's my bad. It's Max and Bam on that side and then Caleb on this side. So, G, to your point about um, Golden State's offense, these are the times where we look like Golden State's offense, where we have things happening on both sides of the floor. You have Max and Bam doing things. Go ahead. And then you'll have Caleb setting uh, this baseline screen for Duncan. Duncan, you got to knock this down. Um. You, they had good action. They had movement happening on both areas. Um, they got a look that they want. He has to put that in. You go to the next one. Again, you Gabe and Max um, at the same time. I'm sorry, boss. Duncan and Max at the same time. Two, you know, theoretical shooters. Um, Gabe, God damn it. 
Max is going to uh, recognize that he's um, either being overplayed or or that his man is just not paying attention. This is where he gets that backdoor cut. Um, and I think Duncan was going to um, do like some split action off of him and, and fly to the top. Go ahead, they don't need to. That's a great recognition for Max. Duncan has done that um, as of late. He has been taking, um, being overplayed better and just going backdoor. Um, I thought that was good recognition for Max. But then, go ahead, you have plays where they, they look like this. So, pause. So, Bam is gonna get the ball soon. Or no, right now, Bam is just looking for like what is about, or what is supposed to be happening. This entire action happens on the right side of the floor. Max is gonna like be cut down and he's gonna pop off of this, this, um, this Bam screen, go ahead. Luckily, he has good footwork and they don't just switch this or this isn't a shot but there's nothing happening on the other side. These are some of my, this is where I get kind of frustrated, running one more time for us. Um, if Aaron Gordon just switches out on this, like I forget who it was we played last did, this isn't a shot. And now you're in this, this offense that has nothing going because there's nothing on the other side. Um, and then the last one, I like when they run zone, pause. I like when they run zone kind of like with this group, with this, yeah, three radical shooter and great nickname for Duncan. Um, <laughs> I like the zone when they're active like this. Go ahead, I'm gonna ask you to pause it a lot. So pause here. So Max steps up and realize that he has nobody in that corner. So that wing player is his, keeps his own balance. Go ahead. Um, Caleb on the ball, pause. Gabe comes over, Kyle, Shaded over to prevent that drive. Dude turned back around. Gabe stepped back up. Go ahead. Caleb, Max, like good containment, good energy. This was the one of the first possessions that they ran the zone, and they got a really late um, shot in the shot clock. And I thought this was um, a good break in, in kind of what they've been doing. I like when they run the zone when they're paying attention, and particularly when it's with that group. Um, you can bring me out. The issue is that they are small with that lineup, but they give you good energy. But um, yeah, Miami's offense uh, tends to let itself get one dimensional uh, more often than I would like it to. And other people not just calling their own number, i.e. Bam, I think has earned enough cachet to call his own number sometimes. Doesn't help uh, it be more dynamic. Yeah. Um. For the as far as the the zone, and I'll ask all you guys, I'm fine with the zone, right? When you have those, you know, Devin and those four athletic guys out there, but like when Bam came back in and they put Jokic back in, I don't understand the zone in that spot anymore because Jokic did what Jokic is going to do, pick you apart, and then you're going to have to try to you're going to try to have you're going to have to rebound over Jokic with Bam running to close out on on a corner three, like. And who's left in the middle to rebound over Jokic? Like you don't even have Keith out there. You you don't even have a Jimmy out there who's a good rebounder for his size. Like you have a bunch of undersized guys. Bam's running out to to close out on a corner three, and and you bait. I mean, you have no chance in that in that spot. Yeah. For so sure. tonight, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Get it. Go. All right. Well, so tonight I sort of get it, just because. In, yeah, you're going to give up threes, but we got to remember this is the third worst three-point shooting team in the league. And so, in theory, it's fine to go zone against them. They were just making bullshit. 
This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. There was a lot of bullshit being made, and I'm okay. I was okay with it until Jokic came back in, Frankie. That was my problem. Like, Jokic came back in. I expected them to immediately go away from the zone and go back to what they were doing in the third quarter where Bam was stuck to Jokic like glue, and they were starting to – they were chipping away a little bit. Yeah, because we saw this during uh, the Chicago game too where they were really showing how weak that top – that high post was area was, and that's where Jokic eats. Like, he loves to eat the the high post. Caruso was killing you from that that, that position. And this is the MVP. Like, what are we doing there? And Jokic can take you off the dribble, can hit the floater, can hit, can find anybody who's who's uh, aware of that the, the ball is gonna uh, come to them. Uh, I don't get that, but um, it, it's it's just uh, to, the adjustment that they made today. They like Siobhan mentioned, they were a little bit more aware of everything. And and I heard this on the broadcast that they were talking about like uh, it's, it was more of a matchup zone tonight. They Situation. were really. Yeah. And then, Oh, I was listening to. Uh, I couldn't get the stream. But this is another rant coming. Bally Sports, fuck these guys. God damn it! I can't I watch a goddamn game for my goddamn life on my phone, on my laptop, my TV. Fuck Bally Sports. God damn it! That fucking um, app is trash, bro. Ever like, since like, they switched over, don't even ever, gotta don't just watch it illegal like me. Fuck it. That's what no, I, don't, I, don't, I, I We love do. we love our Bally Sports uh, counterparts. Though, like you know. Oh yeah, sorry. Jeremy Tesh. Jeremy Tesh. Uh, yeah. Okay, but so I just want to like just get rid of the fucking app if y'all ain't gonna fix it. Okay? Like, <laughs> like don't like, don't tease me with a fucking app. And I go and look on my phone if it say loading the whole fucking time. Like you know, my shit's still loading right now. I like, fuck out. I'd of rather here. you show me ads. It doesn't even do that. It gives me a black screen and I just can't see shit. <laughs> Let me at least see a commercial that. for God's sake. Give me yeah, a goddamn free. commercial. Like tease me with that. I can't. But I can't. I can't even trust your visuals because I see nothing. Shout out to but, my roommate. Uh, we got free G League over here or right, League Pass. So I don't know what y'all <laughs> are talking about. <laughs> no, I, had to, I was watching. I got a free League Pass too. Um, yeah, that's what I had to do. I was watching I on the League stream. But he, uh, but the the matchup zone worked a lot better, uh, just because the, the guys aren't slipping through the cracks um, as much. But over time, you know, an NBA team is going to figure out the zone, and and especially when you're doing it against Jokic, uh, you know, like t- t- Kenny mentioned, the the they're the third worst uh, percentage wise three point shooting team. But man, when you give an NBA team open look after open look after open look, those guys are going to hit shots, man. Yeah. I, I especially Bones Island, <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, with, with, so with Jokic, with Jokic, he put up an incredible stat line tonight. Jokic did. Uh, obviously, I mean, he's 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 the reigning MVP. I mean, he's a, he's an incredible player. But this was for as amazing of a game he had. It just it didn't even look impressive he because was the defenders. He was getting yes. everything. If I had the same build of him, I could make those fucking layups too. Absolutely. You put those people on him. He was covered horribly tonight and but just had you know whatever what? he wanted. I saw Gabe on him like three straight possessions. I was like, what? And then are Kyle, we it doing? was Gabe or Kyle. That like honestly, and, that's where the game was lost. Like they could have withstood the three-pointers. They could have withstood Duncan's terrible fucking game. Um, like honestly, nobody else really had a bad game outside of Duncan Robinson. 
Yeah. Everybody else was halfway decent. I mean, KZ was a plus eight in two minutes. In two minutes. <laughs> we're <laughs> going to have to, we're going to need to change the title yeah. sequence. All that shit. Um, <laughs> but nope, they weren't that fucking bad tonight. It was that second quarter where literally like Jokic was walking around with heat guards in his waistband. Like it made no fucking sense. Like that's wow. that's where you lost the fucking game. And I didn't understand, it especially because Deadman was in during that time. I don't know why they didn't just stick Deadman to him. So just stick to the drop. Why are we having Deadman do these like two people on the ball near half court? What what it what is works, the it works like one here? time and then they won't go away from it. Like like yes. like Deadman for Deadman did this shit with the stutter step show, <laughs> and like he caused like one turnover. They're like that's it. That's the defense for the rest of the fucking quarter. And it was, but it was just, it was like elementary school fucking offensive basketball. Like the the Nuggets didn't even have to think about it. They must have been laughing to themselves. Like they still going to keep switching this shit. All right. Well, fuck it. And then by the time the third quarter comes around, Compos was like, (laughs) fuck it. Like they're not even playing no defense out here. That Compos shot, by the way, to end the third quarter. Talk about it. Like it broke me. It like <laughs> it broke things inside me that will never fucking heal, man. Like it was because I knew he was gonna because first of all, he had missed the other he missed the other little push shot runner from the baseline. We brought it back. I think we hit a three. You start feeling good, and like you're I think they were down, they dropped it to like 14. Mm-hmm. And like you oh, yeah. oh 14 going to the fourth quarter, you feel good. And then they trap Bones Highland because you have to. He's motherfucking bones, motherfucking Highland. Like you have to trap him, like three quarter court, because this, look how he. This is how Bones Highland gets down. So they trapped him three quarter court. I was like, oh, thank God, they stopped the Bones Highland logo three, and the ball squeaks out, slips through the defense, and it ends up in Composo's hands. I said, well, fuck it, here we go. He deaf. I mean. He hit that shit. I swear there was 0.9 seconds left on the clock. He shot it from the logo. When it went in, it was 0.6. Like, it was just (laughs) – it didn't make sense to me. Like, the world stopped for a minute. Like, I'm telling you, there's things inside of me that will never heal because of what Campazzo did. A push shot from fucking 33 feet. And we all knew it was going in. Like, that is the the legacy of the random scrub heat killer. He made the Denzel Valentine shot. Oh, yeah, that – Right. <laughs> they don't close out quarterbacks. You know that that shit that he Twitter does. Like, of course, like of course, the yeah. shot goes in. That like two seconds left on the court. That's on them. They don't close out court. Like, Javon though, come like, on. This one was wild. That was some bullshit. Like they did. <laughs> they, they trapped Bones Highland. Like, and you were like, Why okay, trapping three quarter court. You have to trap Bones Highland three quarter court. Did you see Bones <laughs> Highland? And then it slips through. <laughs> Compazzo gets it at his fucking ankles. Nobody knew he was a player. They thought he was an assistant coach. Honest, <laughs> honest mistake. I thought he was a ball boy. I, I, I thought he was he was cleaning up a spill. And then the motherfucker he picked up the ball. Like, That's illegal. Oh, shit. It's a Denver Nuggets player. Exact same hit, thing. He literally, like, I mean, he shot it like. <laughs> oh, if the Knicks had any money left after the Kemba signing, they'd be signing Bo Highland, <laughs> Highland uh, next He's time. Stupid. I have no idea. I, 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 I've never even looked at his fucking contract because who cares? He's never going to have another game like this in his fucking career. Has he ever scored 19 in his life, like on any level? Next time he plays, he's a rookie. Yeah, he was 18 player of the year. He just graduated. Like he's a rookie. 
Owens Highland scored 21 points for the month of October. Oh God. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. It's always out the Minnesota second quarter, trapping uh, someone absurd on the wing. He just kicked the shit to D'Lo, bucket three. After like, like you said, they'll do some things where they trick. Yes, I give you that. They do like they'll chip away, and then they do that, and then like all of the momentum that was trying to be built just. This guy's never had a good game. Let's leave him wide open all game to practice shots. Right. I mean, he looks like he's running a Ponzi scheme. Outside of his fucking Dodge Charger, like that. Ponzi. Ponzi. Um. You said Ponzi. Oh, that's perfect. Crash, you got something for us? I don't know. Like, I'm just, I'm a little surprised that uh, no one really brought up Aaron Gordon's hair tonight. Oh, I felt like God. G wanted to, but didn't want to come off races. <laughs> well. Whatever. I haven't seen that hair since Justin Guarini, though. Like, look at that. Look at that fucking. <laughs> like Aaron Gordini. <laughs> That's rude. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua, and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter, and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film, and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.